Good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Architects of Lore, the one and only weekly podcast where two scary cousins sit around and discuss the age-old art of storytelling. And at the end, we're going to try to make another horror movie. I don't know, last week's The Madam may have kept me up at night, but who knows? My name is Zach. I'm your host. That's my cousin, Devin. Devin, how are you doing tonight? You are bathed in red. Red glasses, red t-shirt, red light behind you, and then there's Chris of blue to offset it. Are you telling me right now that you are a Buffalo Bills fan? Well, they did dominate yesterday. We are recording this on a Monday. Very early. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. I'm doing good. Yeah, they did they did great. Almost had a shutout. Three points away. But you know. Great. Would have helped my fantasy team more if they did the shutout. But I'll settle for 30 points of domination from the Buffalo Bills defense on my team. Yeah, I mean, five turnovers. That was to get you something. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was great. And I still got. So what were you saving your voice? Is that why you couldn't speak pre intro? We got we got multiple shows. We got three shows in four days that we're doing. Okay, I'm no professional actor. I got to keep the voice. Gotta keep. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay, that's right, folks. We're gonna be recording early, and tomorrow we're gonna have a special segment, which is fortune telling the future, which is basically me asking Devin if he found some sort of Italian princess to marry, and he's never coming back. Yeah, that could be the end of the show. So, you know, I did warn some friends. I was like, you know, if I go over there and find the love of my life. I might just stay like, you know, I'll come back to to get all my stuff or sell it probably because I don't, I don't really think it doesn't fit with Italian design, you know, but you, you go over there and you find a nice young lady who is extremely wealthy, maybe mm-hmm. a countess. Yeah, it would be financially, morally and personally irresponsible for you to ever talk to anyone from your past to get. New life, Devin. <laughs> New life. Wow. Rude. But, you know, I get it. I get it. That, well, that's tomorrow. Well, actually, technically, this will be the Monday, uh, October, like, 9th? No. Mo- yeah, Monday, October 9th episode is when you're going to hear Fortune Telling the Future with Devo City. Until then, Devin, why don't you tell me what you've been up to in the Two days since we've talked. How did golf go? You said you were going to golf after the Bills game. Let's get into golf talk with Architects of Lore. It was rough. Oh, my gosh. Gian's daughter's birthday party. The bartender was. It was a sweet 16 slash quinceanera. Because they couldn't have it last year due to COVID. So she had a sweet 16, but she also did the uh, quinceanera dance. It was cute. It's cute. It was like very much almost like a wedding, but for teenagers, it's, it's... interesting. I've never been yeah. to a Kinsey. Me neither. Oh, okay. Expanding the culture, you know? Did you have a nice time? I had a great time. But the, again, the bartender overserved for sure. But, you know, we had fun. And then I got sick and uh, golfing was rough. And because I was appeasing Ryan, we went and played. At Westlake, which is like an hour away from my house. So an hour in the car, 
to go play golf. And it was rough. I mean, we had fun. We got we had a three o'clock tea time, like I said, because I wasn't gonna go before the Bills game. Of course. Or during the Absolutely Bills game. Absolutely not. You definitely and, needed uh, to see that whole thirty-eight to three drubbing that they put on. You couldn't have cut yeah. out at halftime or anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh some would even say I wasn't available in my network, so I just watched the updates on my phone. Some would say that, you know? Are you serious? Yeah. You didn't even watch the game. You just couldn't get it. I couldn't find it. And you looked at your phone instead of going, you're like, hey, let's just get an earlier tea time. This isn't Syracuse, New York, where we can just get an earlier tea time. You have to get tea times a week in advance, Monday at like 12.01 a.m. You live in a city of maybe 100,000 people. Who the fuck is golfing during the Bills game on a Sunday? 100,000 people? There's like 4 million. I think there's way more than 4 million, bud. I think it's 4 million. I think it's like 28 million. 7 million. I'm talking LA, like Los Angeles. It's everywhere around it. What's the population of Los Angeles, California? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. With a population of roughly 3.9 million as of 2020. Yeah, I told you, bud. States after New York City and one of the world's most populous megacities. Shut up, Terry. (laughs) You're really going to come at me? Like, I don't know the population of my city. Well, I think I was thinking metropolitan area. Also, I felt really bad right there. I'm sorry, Siri. That was my fault. Yeah, when the robots rise up, she's going to remember that. I usually always say please and thank you. Honestly, I think I've said this before on a podcast or maybe just in casual conversations. I swear to God, I feel like Siri only listens to the weird shit I say because every once in a while I'm saying something real weird, usually on a podcast. And then my phone, my watch will be like, I didn't get that. And then it's just the text of everything I just said. I'm like, delete that. Delete that right now. Yeah, that is creepy. Just listening. Always listening. Mm. But no, I had a par. You know what the most annoying part is? Hmm. Ryan played great. He like beat me by like, Probably 10 strokes. I don't know. <laughs> you lost to Ryan? Yeah. He claims that like he had a 92 and I had like a 99. But I, I don't, don't know if his you. app was. Well, there was only one par five on this course. So so it was like a par 60. I don't know what the par was, but. Keep talking. Um, Westlake in Agora Hills. Um, yeah, he played actually really decently and. For him, that was tremendous. Like he hit a drive, and I go, "That's literally the best drive I've ever seen you hit ever in golf." And, he, mm-hmm. and we drove up to it. And he's like, "Oh wow!" And I was like, "I wasn't joking when I said that was the best shot you've ever had." He's like, "Maybe I should be hung over on the golf course more often, or maybe it's not drinking, or maybe it's not having you in my cart bringing down my negative energy, the negative energy." So it's a par 66. What'd okay. you play from the white, the yeah. silver or the blues? The white. So you did a par 66 that was 4,400 yards long. Okay. Listen, this isn't like come brag with me. I was fighting. I'm just, I was just asking. I was just asking. I looked it up. You could shot 33 over par, according to Ryan. On par 66. <laughs> 4,000 yards long. Sounds about right. I had maybe two pars, and the rest were either I, I guess bogey, double bogey, or quad bogey. 
I gotta share something with you. We're we're still in the golf talk. So I'm sitting at the bar on Saturday. Um no, sorry, this was Sunday. And we're yeah, at the Pompey Club. And then yeah, back to back golfer over here. Absolutely. Didn't play that well. I shot an 89. Um, but Nate goes to me because I, I joined Pompey Club and this year we played member guests. I was the guest. Neither of us have a guest anymore. And Nate's already like You're gonna fly he, me in? Nate's already fiending around. He's got like a good golfer who might leave to go to another club because he's joined two clubs. And he's like, if you do that, you want to be my golf partner? I'm not going to put him on blast right now. But I don't have anybody. He's like, you got to bring Devin in. And I was like, I don't think you understand how bad Devin is. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) But then I gave you credit. I was like, well, you know what? He has been getting better. He lives in Los Angeles, so he shouldn't ever stop playing. So by next year, he could be like, you know, Oh, handicap 20. Dude, I can hit 21. the ball far. And the thing is with the member guess, it is sometimes it's it's three days. It's 54, 72 holes of golf. Like it's endurance, but it is best ball. So you could have like you can have your little blow up eight star holes. Ball. Why can't we convince them to do a scramble? No, 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 but that's the point, Devin. You can have your little bet your eight star holes where you just pick up the fucking ball. And it's like, Zach, this is your home. Fine, no problem. And even if I'm not playing that well, it's just we're down one, and then we move on, move on to the next hole. And I've seen you; you have some good holes in you. You got I some, do. like you got some streak of spite. And there will probably be people yeah. looking at you in this course that they're just like underestimating you, and then they'll say some snide remark that's probably innocuous, and I'll let it fly over my head, and that will just needle you, needle you into spiteful mode. And then you'll make a birdie on a par five. And I'll be like, where did that come from? He's like, I don't got that for the rest of the day, Zach. But I got it right there. Honestly, it sounds like something I would do. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> it really reminds me of two separate incidents where one time we were a little late, thanks to Ryan and these old guys. Wait, Ryan, Ryan, that, the one that just beat you by like six strokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he fucking sucked this time. And okay. did a bro visional, which I saw a meme about is where you drop by your bro <laughs> <laughs> when you go OB. Yeah, I, am, I was probably up by you. <laughs> he does that all the time. He's like, I'm just gonna drop by you. I was like, dude, you fucking sliced it after 20 feet. <laughs> but okay, little drop by me. Little bro visional. I like it. I like the term. But go on. But these guys were like, oh, you know, if you can catch up to those to the next and i just smashed a drive down the fairway boom and then another time i was in a a text fight with somebody and i was golfing with two of my friends and i wasn't really paying attention i was just texting and at the end of the hole like all right Devin, you won that one i'm like what they're like yeah man you got a you got a birdie i was like what i uh because i was just boom. Who are you text fighting with don't worry about it <laughs> okay <laughs> wow what hold on give me the age range it was a former uh you know collaborator I so see. it was like if i was text fighting with you about some creative do, differences i'm very very nice nice person yeah but uh we we're having a little t- a little you know creative differences let's say that and I was very heated on the this on the texting part, not thinking about the golf part, and just went and hit some great shots. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. 
you got some proving to do for me. Yeah, but maybe Architects and Lore member guest 2024. What what time of year is it? It's July. It's like the first weekend of July. So you'll oh, actually that might on. work out. Anyway, yeah. So. You know I love my July in New York. I know it. So we'll see. We'll see, people. We got to stay on Devin. I want all the lore context out there. Email Devin weekly. Get your golf practice in. And if he gets up there. I got to get my chipping under control. Yeah, so me me and you both, buddy. I was chipping over the, I would like, and then yesterday I kept hitting so soft because I was just, I was dead. (laughs) And I was like, all right, you know, 150. I know my 150 club pretty well. Just hit it and it went like 120. I'm like, cool, cool. Chill. And it happened multiple times and I never kept remembering, like, hey, today you're not hitting that far. So, yeah. Hey, you know all that strength that you have latent inside you? It's not there. No, it wasn't. It was, it was just, you know, I was out there. Let's just say that. I, I was out there. Okay. I got you. All right. All I right. Well, that- I didn't call it in, you know? Well, that's been Golf Talk with Architects of Lore. Tune in on the October 9th show where we somehow also talk about golf, even though we're going to film the episode tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I don't, I'm not going golfing today. <laughs> I'll have more golf talk to talk about. Uh, Devin, I think it's time for the movie movie game. The movie movie game. Movie movie game. All right, Devin, here's your first one. After the tragic death of his wife, a dad buys an animal prison complex to run with his kids and an egomaniac, egomaniacal male model unknowingly wrapped up in a plan to assassinate a prime minister. We bought a Zoolander 2? Just take out the 2. Oh, it's not the 2. We bought a Zoolander? That is correct. First try. First try, we bought a Zoolander, Devin. I, I didn't know the hot. prime minister part about Zoolander. I thought so. That's why I was like, yeah, it's is the that pl- Zoolander prime too? minister of like Malaysia or something like that? Oh, I think the whole movie is predicated on Will Ferrell wants his child labor to continue, and the prime minister of Malaysia is gonna like put a staff to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew it was like Mugatu, but like, yeah. All right, well we're one for one. We're gonna go four for four. Put a lot of pressure on myself. Here we go. Keanu Reeves' soul is at risk after it takes a job at Satan's law firm and morphs into a musically inclined jellical feline. The devil, the devil's advocates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two for two so far. Two for two. Two for two. Devin, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up, Devin. Here we go. The people have lost faith in us. They're like, these guys don't know movies. They don't know, they don't movies. know movies. Here we go. Why are you making your app more sideways? Because, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm real broing out right now. We're gonna get okay. this. Here we go. You can okay. do this. You can do this. I'm not cutting anything out. You can do this. Right? Why well, you have to ask the question for me to do it? You can do this. Put your game face on. Lady Ice Witch goes into the unknown to learn a little bit more about herself, and teams up with a former cop turned street racer, and things get a little overly quick. And overly frenzied. I've never read a more Devin movie movie game question. Frozen Fast and the Furious? 
Frozen got... Too Fast, Too Furious. There he is. I was okay, just about to say okay. you got the movies, the but you need yeah, 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 the franchises. Apparently, the other night when I was drunk, I started um, explaining the entire plot to the Fast and Furious franchise. To who? I, whoever would listen. Who knows? Also, what is the plot to the Fast and the Furious franchise? So here's the thing. No, shut Tom the fuck up. I don't want to know. some DVD players, all right? It's how old that movie franchise is, that it was realistic that they were stealing DVD players to sell. Cut to 10 years later. They're in space, okay? <laughs> All right. Okay, oh, shit. The pressure's yeah. on me. Devin got blown. Yeah, I'm I two for two. Are, are you going to be two for two? We will find know. out. I don't know. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Can I do this? Can I do this? I was reading the question to see if I could do it before you even I think you can do this. I think you can do this. Okay. All right. Here we go. Beware who dare to play this game. Unleash the beast without refrain. Lose a Robin. Gain a Jennifer. Colossal flop with Leeds name Benifer. Jumanjili. He did it, folks. He did it. Four, four, four. People are like, they don't know movies. Why am I listening to Wendy's? Why am I listening to this episode where they don't even know movies and i'm like first we of all we're movies. the architects of lore and we know movies that's our catchphrase we know movies oh that's pretty good i was actually kind of like we just know thinking, drama i was honestly just thinking like wait was that the fucking catchphrase of tnt or was it we no know no drama? that's we know drama <laughs> no we're good we know movies we know we movies. So. why don't you go ahead and read this for the audience well, no, 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 no wait no. you read the last one you read the yeah one. and you weren't even holding it shut well up. shut up you're not even going to get this one. You don't even know this one. I know movies. <laughs> wax on, wax off. And afterwards, remember to hydrate and water your crops with Brondo the Thirst Mutilator. That question again is, wax on, wax off. And afterwards, remember to hydrate and water your crops with Brondo the Thirst Mutilator. If you know the answer to that question, don't text me. Don't text Evan. Email us at architectslaura@gmail.com. Really? Also, <laughs> also you can just you can also just text us. That's fine. Like, hold on, let me let me check that email real quick. See if we got any from last week. See if we got this is any, our email uh, bag. Um, um. All right, that's it for email bag. All right. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, uh. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, we'll do a mailbag episode or segment, and you can just email us at architectslaura@gmail.com. It could be any question whatsoever, fictional, any like what ifs, any million dollar butt questions, and Devin and I will honestly answer the question, no matter how ludicrous it is. So email us at architectslaura@gmail.com to get your question on the next show. Thank you, Devin. I picked a great movie. You did. You picked a crazy movie. Is there someone in the attic? Is it? Is there someone here? We'll find out. In studying the blueprint. So yeah, The Exorcist, 1973. I think the title of the movie pretty much sums it up. This girl is possessed. And yeah, having a couple priests perform an exorcist. I mean, they do some testing on her first, but it comes down to it. They got to do an exorcism. And I think the demon or the devil, it might be the devil himself, kills three people. 
And then Reagan has no memory of it. Is not the devil. He claims that he is the devil himself. In the novelization of the book and also the script, the devil, the demon's name is Pazuzo or Pazuza. I think something like that. Pazuza. Pazuza. Mm. Hold on. I know. Not because I read it. Adam read it. Shout out, Adam. Shout out, Adam. And uh, he basically, Pazuzu. Pazuzu. And uh, he texted me that. And I said, dude, don't fucking say his name. Because we were talking about what's the scariest thing in, in our lives. And I said, demons. Like, that wasn't Yeah, you're it. really afraid of demons, though. How, demons. Would, how did you handle this movie? One of my favorite shows of all time is Supernatural. And that's because they had a way to kill demons. It's just like, this is breakdown, step by step. This is how we kill demons. We become the hunters of demons. I'm like, that's fucking right. I'm ready. I got salt. I got rock shell shotguns. I, just I got noticed, a demon killer. Are you killer wearing blade. a athletic armband right now? What is going on here? Why do you have a, why do you have an elbow guard on? My little, from my little back to elbow issue right now. You got to keep it. You got to keep it loose. So you compress it up. So you can heal, get the blood flowing, then you're ready for your swing. We're not in golf talk. We're not in golf talk. <laughs> I just right noticed, now. sorry, that you have a sideways, backwards hat and mm-hmm. an elbow, you know, guard. I don't know what you call that thing. Yeah, I'm pretty broed out right now. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm it ready took for, me, it shocked me. And I had I'm to, ready for a bro down. I had to bring it up. Get, have it do a couple bro visionals. Yeah, drop a couple of provisionals, you know what I mean? Okay, so what did you think of this movie, though? Scary, disturbing. This movie Indiana was... Jones vibes in the beginning when they're in northern Iraq. I literally forgot all about that part. Yeah, I, I the forgot first, about like, it. The first 10 minutes like... of this movie is silent with this old man just staring at things. And then the music, like, you know how they do that, like, like really loud wind in these older movies? To like drown out the voices and then transfer you somewhere else is like that was like how they did like their I don't know, transitions. Like they did that a few times with him like listening to people and then it like switches to another like he does that when he's staring at the statue and then it's like him building into his mind. And then we're in Georgetown. Like, well, who the fuck was this guy? If you haven't seen. The yeah, movie. I at first I was like, oh, man, is this the right movie? And then, yeah, because I, I forgot about the beginning being in and then the the dogs barking and then seeing the demon statue and Mm. man. And then she's filming a movie in the movie. What? I know. Honestly, I was watching this movie and then I was like, wait, can we even do this movie? Cause we're going to have to talk about filming the movie. And now we're still on strike. The actor strike is still going on. That's what I'm saying. The WGA has a tentative agreement. And so we don't know what the deal is. So we're just going to, we're just going to get Move on. This is the old movie. This came out in 1973. We are not talking keep it about ab- anything current. Keep it above board. I do have a question though. Now, the little girl who played this um and gets possessed Pazai, uh, by Pazuzu. Okay. Do you think that this movie was foreshadowing that Ronald Reagan would be a horrible demon possessed president? What are you her name was about? her name was Reagan and she was possessed by a demon. And we all know no, that I Ronald Reagan think... was the first president to start the downfall of the United States of America. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Devin out here he last was episode, which was two... was You think this two... was a prophecy of the Reagan presidency? The I, think so. This, I think so. This is what you get from the exorcist? 
Reaganomics is one of the most influential horror movies of all time. And Reaganomics is that my random conspiracy is. It's not random. It's right. Did you come up with this? Yeah. Actually, I haven't heard this from anybody. Yeah, I don't think anyone has. This is interesting. Yeah. Maybe this needs to get out there as a TikTok, aka social media manager, that the exorcist foreshadowed the horrible demon possessed Reagan. Uh, administration, yeah, rough. Devin over here, literally two days ago, is called the scariest thing in this world is the wealth distribution in this country. And guess where that started? Ronald Reagan. We're not trying to go too off the rails today. This movie was scary enough, and I watched. We're not trying to go too off the rails today because I can see your eyes haven't gone past half open because you're still fucking hungover from your quinceanera. Listen, being thirty three is rough, man. It is rough. Ryan was talking about going to Monday night uh, trivia, and I'm like, dude, I can't do it. I can't do it. I haven't told him yet. I don't want to get this. This is the energy I'm dealing with, folks. Devin's going on another vacation, and this is the energy I got to work with. (laughs) Tomorrow will be okay. Tomorrow will be better. I'll be more, hopefully, hopefully this doesn't last three days, but, you know, and we're safe. Some would argue that a hangover in your 30s is why Jesus just took the cross. He's like, bro, I got to get out of this bitch. I felt like I was being possessed by a demon, you know? Ugh. All right, let's get back to this the movie. Physically, makes me like I can't watch some of the portions. I have to turn away. The scratching really? on the Which face, part? the uh, the stabbing oh, yeah. of the crucifix. The, even oh, the and where did she stand? The, stab the crucifix. I, I think we all know where she stabs the crucifix. And then I speaking of, did you she... listen to this episode yet? Halfway. Oh, you're not at the the part where I believed yet. No, not yet. Spoiler for last week's episode, Spooky Season 1. Yeah, hey, uh, quick question, because uh, I could still change the naming convention. How do we feel about SS.1? Yeah, that felt <laughs> weird when I was A little bit. I I feel like you should just spell it out, Spooky Season 1, rather yeah, than I'm just kinda, SS. I'm probably just going to keep it as SS, right? No, I don't know. It's weird. Especially, right. you know, strangers, the spooky strangers or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, that is the SS, the spooky strangers. Well, spooky for season. It, spooky They're season. Coming for First it. episode, they are. Those, those, those people were the spooky strangers. Government sponsored spooky strangers, some would say. So are you going to talk about the exorcist? <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to bring up the exorcist to you. And you just bring up other stuff. It comes into my head. This is called, a, this is called entertainment. People want to be entertained. I'm just asking, what did you think about the movie? Oh, I thought the movie was great. Like, it had, honestly, for me, the perfect com- uh, uh, what is it? combination of, like, scenes that you know weren't intended to scare you, but then they ratchet up, like, your tension and, like, how you feel unease. Like, all of the scenes with her going to the doctors. So like, well, what is this? And while you, as the audience, knows that it's nothing that they can solve, and it's only going to get worse. And then the scene where her daughter just literally just punches her in the face, run, like sends her across the room. And then the uh, the dresser is pushed over. You're like, you think she's going to get killed right there? 
And then later yeah, you on, that you dress just is gonna get smashed. You just see her with like a, a fucking like, you know, sunglasses and a little head thing or whatever. She's like trying not to get noticed because she's got a huge fucking black eye. Dude, dude, how would you feel? Put yourself in this shoes. Someone you know is possessed. And shit just starts flying everywhere in that yeah. room. Yeah, because like, how do you deny when the chair is being moved? And when the bed's going up and down, that is not like. Oh, that's her just uh, having vibrations. Yeah, that's strength. Yeah, yeah right. You know bud. how like when a woman sees her baby and suddenly the truck is raised a foot and a half. You know the story. Everybody knows it. It's like, no, dude, no. this is a demon. And you don't really see the possession until later. Like this movie takes a while. Mm-hmm. And they creep you out with the Mr. Howdy. And then you have the hypnotist. Oof. And then that drunk di- director, she like, you know, they killed him off screen. But I wouldn't mind if seeing that scene, you know. Did he deserve it? Probably. Probably. I he think that director was like a Ro- Roman Paul. Polanski type uh, director. Yeah, and he was going to servant like a Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> and he's getting a little touchy-feely with those his uh, his uh, lead actress. And her caregiver, her uh, nanny, or whatever. I'm just like, dude, this guy's a perv. Yeah. But when he died, I was like, you know what? No big loss. But what about the other guy? Because what did he do? Karis. Damien. Who? The priest who lost his faith. What do you mean? Like when he takes over, or like the whole plot line of a priest not having faith? Or just, yeah. I mean, some of that and and having to deal with this. I don't know. That was like, they gave him a lot of story. Timmy, why you do this to me, Timmy? Oh, no, Timmy. Stop it. Don't do this. Stop it. And then then the girl, Reagan, takes her voice, takes the director's voice. That was fucking creepy, right? When she does his mother's voice. Yeah. Timmy. No, no. Why you do this to me? That's when I can't watch the screen and you just have to, like, you know. It didn't pass the because You're not my mother. Yeah, and then. Honestly, I like a lot of had a pretty big body count, though. You know, quite honestly, like I thought that this movie was a like it was a character driven movie when it easily could have just been like a in your face, you know, shock and gore value horror movie. Like, yeah, there's a different story being told, and then it happens to that this woman's daughter, who's almost like a. Drew Barrymore type when she's hanging out at the Hollywood parties, her picture is in the tabloids with next to her mom at like a red carpet event or something. And she seems so sweet earlier in the movie. Like she's not like you, you understand that her mom and her dad are getting a divorce and her dad might be like a little bit of a douchebag and they, they could have easily played off as this kid, like acting out and being mean, but she was so nice. That's why the whole transformation was so like, oh, man, it gets you. It pulls you in the heartstrings. Like, get the fuck out of this girl, demon. And then the whole priest had his own storyline about faith and and what it meant and very relatable. help his family. And I think it's very relatable. Even people who have faith, there has to be a point in your time where you question your faith. Him being a priest, being away from his mother, his mother being alone, his mother dying alone, like losing your faith and having to get it back to save a little girl by taking a demon inside of you and then having the willpower to jump out the window and kill yourself to get rid of this demon. That's a pretty fucking cool storyline. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Creeps me out. The only thing that I didn't like, really, honestly, while watching this movie, 
Father Marin, right? Yeah. The older one. Yeah. Now, this movie came out originally, so you don't know, because like they did more like prequel movies where they kind of flesh out his backstory more, where you know that he actually did an exorcist with this same demon before in Africa that lasted months and beat him. But it's like, and apparently the whole the whole first 10 minutes, which you don't really know if you read the book, you would know, but you don't really know in the movies like him going like, oh, shit, I'm seeing signs about this exact demon, which means that I know that I'm going to have to battle this fucking demon somewhere. That's apparently what those 10 minutes are. OK, I don't like how they like... killed him off screen. Well, they killed multiple people off screen. The only but like the whole time, the director. that whole like thing where he they're talking backwards and then he plays it forwards and it's like. Fear the priest, Marin, Marin, fear the priest. Like, why are you so scared of this one? You can easily just kill him. Yeah, you want to see that battle going on, huh? He was older. He had heart failure. Clearly, they were setting up like if nobody else was in there, he was vulnerable. But if somebody else was in there, he wasn't vulnerable because they were a team and whatnot. But Damien couldn't handle it. So he had to step out. But then he comes back. Assaults a little girl. (laughs) Like, Fucking tackles her and punches a little girl. Obviously, she looks like a boxer. It's like, I'm going to fist fight this little girl. This is what he's been training for, man. Scary movie, though. Scary. Yeah, it was a scary movie, but actually had like a real story to it instead of just like, here's a scary situation. Yeah, we're not jumping up. Kill you. Yeah. Wait, hold on. We're going to dig up the strangers here? And then I'm just saying, we all know what the new number one in the spooks list is. I mean, but right, but it, up until now, it's number one on the spooky list. So you got to give it that, right? That's because it's a spooky list. I didn't get spooked out by Babysitter Killer Queen. I got spooked out by The Strangers. I got more spooked out by The Exorcist. So definitely more spooked out. I mean, the fact also that the like you ask like a priest and they're like, Yeah, there is an exorcism in the church. Like there is a ritual to like No, there there's real it's real. <laughs> Ugh, creeps me out. Now, how many of those were just not actual real demons? Who knows? Here's the, here's the thing. Do how many demons it, are there? Do you think it's more realistic that demons were actually real early in our history? Remote villages. News doesn't travel very much. Or was it just honestly just the Catholic Church having a power trip? I don't know. I feel like this is a trap question. <laughs> I know. I was trying because to get you. you. Isolate I was trying to get you. <laughs> you isolate yourself with either answer. And it's like you didn't give you gave me one or the other where it's like oh, this or that. And it does not seem like, you know, that's that's some shady journalism right there. OK, what do you work for? The Washington Post? Jeez. Sorry, we're not legally allowed to discuss our overload Jeff Bezos at the Washington Post, but our journalism standards are still very high. Try Devin, to, Devin I try to bring down Dave Portnoy and his pizza fest. The man's just trying to have pizza. I don't know. I don't know much about Dave Portnoy, and he's the type of person that I would feel very weird about being a fan of because he seems like a guy who's done some shady shit. Right. That's not a that's, again. That that's character assassination. And and be, that part. might be my part. Yeah, you're right. That yeah, might be. That a, seems that like an issue on, on your part, there, man. 
I know nothing about him, but he looks scummy, so I'm not a fan of him. That's basically what the Washington Post was saying. But were they right? No. He came at him hard, too. He just, you know, he doesn't, I don't know. I'm not going to defend the man, but like. <laughs> Which one's worse, Joe Rogan, Dave Portnoy? Stop doing this. Freaking. What are I you need, doing? I need you to pick one. I need you to pick one. Your shady journalism tactics are not going to work with me, bud. So where does this fall on the spooky number one? The spooky number one. This is number one. You're right. It's number back, one. Back to the exorcist. It's clearly number one. Do you have nothing else to say? Yeah. I'm <laughs> just, wrap wondering, up just wondering if I could get you. I'm just trying to get you, Devin. Just trying to get that. Yeah. What is this gotcha journalism <laughs> you're trying to do? And then you're editing these? You're going to like manipulate me to be like, that was totally true. I hate. The Catholic Church. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Devo City. Devo City. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you're going You're going to Italy, man. You better watch out. Like, your views over there might not translate. You know what I mean? They're going to love me. I'm going to just speak the language. Silent, they, say, say something in Italian, right? Say Mi a full sentence. Devin. Full sentence in Italian. Yo soy americano. My name is Devin. I am an American. Say, I hate the Catholic Church in Italian. No. <laughs> they don't teach you I hate. What about I love? I'd like some cake. or I'd like cake. I'd like chocolate cake. I can do that. All right. Say, I'd like chocolate cake. Uh, I'd like ID. You know, I. Vorrei un torte chocolato. So, more is I'd like? Vorrei. Vorrei. Un torte chocolato. I would like a chocolate cake. Yeah, tort. Okay. Chocolato. Chocolate, okay. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You heard it Cafe here first. Cafe con zucchero, per favore. I don't know what that means. Did you say something bad coffee. about me? I said coffee with sugar, please. Did you just call, did you call me a white devil? Blanco. I don't know what, the, <laughs> I don't know what devil is. Diablo probably, Blanco. Probably Diablo Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll find All out. Right, this is hopefully been... you just click when I get there and I'll be like blah 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 blah. <laughs> this has been trying to get Devo City with Z Town TV. Yeah, clearly, join us yeah. next week for trying to get Devo City. <laughs> Jeez. But obviously back me into a corner. The Exorcist is number one on the spooky list. But Devin, do you even have it in you to come up with another horror movie? Is your creative tank refilled to the point where you even have anything left to give? We'll find out in the writer's Zoom. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, we you don't just can't have to keep necessarily... ripping off the Halloween theme. I'm just saying we don't have to do a horror movie. It's spooky season, you know? Like, we don't have to. Like, I personally am a big fan of the old Universal monsters. Frankenstein, Dracula. Yeah, we were going to do a monster movie. I mean, Hotel Transylvania is technically a spooky movie. That's a Family friendly comedy. We're not doing a family friendly comedy. Our I'm just saying it's technically a murdering movie. 
disemboweling and fucking chopping people's heads off. What type of monster do we want to do? Do we want to make up our be own a monster? Or do we want to do Norwegian trolls? Make up We're our finally own getting Norwegian to our troll trolls. movie. They're not really spooky. They're more of monster. Let's come up with a new monster. Come on, let's put our brains. A, new, a brand new monster? Brand new monster. Okay, what part of the world are we in? Syracuse, New York, 2023. Okay, what do they got up there? You've lived here a lot of your life. Why I know. I'm, I'm thinking, though, Onondaga Lake, right? The Onondaga Lake monster. Or something came out of the lake. Or something was affected by the lake. Hmm. Maybe. Cause you could do that because like, it was polluted as shit. Yeah. So something yeah. in there got like maybe somebody fell in there. And then they became like the radioactive fish man or something like that. You know what I mean? Like there's something there. Let's go. Kind of like the thing. What You like beast though? I like a beast. What if it's up in the Adirondacks? So like the cell service isn't great. Like kind of near like the 29 peaks, you know? We'll pick a good one. We'll mm-hmm. pick a nice good one. Mm-hmm. I know and, all 29. Every, everyone's like, oh, you got to be aware of the, the bears, right? But there's you know something worse, else in those You know it's worse than the bears? What? The bear eater. Nature's apex predator. Kind of sounds... Huh. Let's how let's but how do we make it spooky rather than thriller man versus nature? Like how is this demonic? How is this how is this abnormal? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I gotcha. Let's think about this. Are we doing anything spiritual? Mm. Are we doing do we do the man bear pick? I thought you said we weren't doing a comedy. What if we do like a really horrific version of the man bear pig where it's real and it's dangerous what if it's not the man bear pig but it is a killer who wears a bear's head like an actual bear's head that he chopped off and made a mask and he's it's like walking around okay it's like this killer in the woods he thinks he's a a uh a god of the land the bear it could be a cult too yeah multiple you know, there could be a person with antlers. Maybe a group stumbles upon a pagan ritual in the woods and they're now going to be killed because they saw too much. <clears throat> okay. So every year. This actually is kind of relevant because there were some, you know, Odinism that like white nationalist religion that rips off Norse mythology. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, did like, you learn, did you learn this from Joe Rogan? <laughs> no, I learned it in the news because some guy, I think, either killed or was going to kill, I think he might be killed, two, um, two like, women as sacrifice. So it's kind of like our group stumbles into this, and maybe they witness a sacrifice, mm-hmm. and then... They got to make it back to town to tell the authorities... Yeah, they they're out in the middle of, of nowhere. They're like three miles away from town. It's the middle of night. They're trying to camp in the woods, but then they witness this, and it's just survival from all of these pagan. Like you got one guy with an actual bear on his head. You yeah, got another yeah. Another guy with like a moose on his head. You got another guy with like a wolf on his head. They have they have moose in in New York. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I that's think Pacific so. Northwest. Well, we could do reindeer. They got reindeer. Yeah. They got deer for sure. They definitely got deer. Coyotes. Coyotes. Bobcats. Rabbits. 
cougars. It's pretty hard to put a rabbit head over your head. I guess it could be a patchwork of a rabbit. You could have multiple, right? Multiple and it could be like rabbits. it could be a jacket. Well, they're, they're, oh, dude! Well, we here's do the, the thing: squirrels. They're camping squirrels. and they're fine, and they're having a fire, and it's chill. And they're like, "Let's take some, let's eat some mushrooms, and go on a little night hike." And they think it's gonna be good, and then they just start seeing this because we have to give them a little incapacitation, you know. And it's definitely fall. They're just, it's fall, yeah. But if they're like fit, it's the fall equinox, sober people. What's them preventing from running away from someone with a bear hat on? You know what I mean? I got you. What's also what's because then we could have some who went out on the hike and some who stayed back to fuck, obviously. And then they come back and like, dude, you're just tripping balls like you didn't see anything. And then it actually starts happening. So what's our ratio of hot to not hot people on this camping trip? How big's our group? Are we just going to one by one them and have like. A lone survivor situation. I think there's got to be at least there's got to be a few couples, two to three couples. There's got to be at least one to two single people. Maybe there's two couples and two single people of opposite gender, because then they're trying to hook each other up or being hooked up by that. I feel but like there should single. be still more than that because you don't want it all coupled up. Then we got a nerd. Well, you know what? They need to go full super tro. I mean, you could go tro. We gotta have a like- nerd because they gotta be like, we gotta have the guy who's like the deep state redditor. So this is heard okay, about this, this is, stuff online. This is graduate. They all graduated from college and they're doing a trip. Um, before they the all take their uh, big boy and girl jobs across the country. Yeah, yeah. Or they're seniors in college, and this is their last. Um, thanksgiving break home or something yeah this is the fall equinox that's the most powerful time of the year for these people. i'm trying to yeah but like if they graduated college it's like may june and then we're out into you know the fall equinox time it's like you know maybe they're going there because it was one of their engagement party or something or it's been you know, a few years after college. They're coming back. I'm trying to make them young and hot. I don't yeah, know. I'm saying it's like gross it's like 30 year olds in the woods. No one wants to see that. They're like 20. You know? And they're like, oh, my God, we can't drink. We drink three days ago. We get, you know, yeah, like, that's true. That is that is a these real have thing. to be young, fit, vital people who get inebriated. So that's why they're you they know. got a long weekend senior year of college. They go to college in upstate New York. So they're just going out to the park. They're going to get out there. That's why it's that's the they all went to ESF. There. So that's yeah. why they're going there. You know, starts at ESF where we, see, know, we've the, see, we start off with a beautiful vista of Syracuse, New York. Yeah. And then they're getting in a car, leaving uh, ESF. I told you. It only hears the weird things I said. Jesus, what? That's a freaking novel that it recorded. Top 10 best beautiful views in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> well, what's the list? I need to know. I need to know. All right, let's open the page on my watch. I'm going to Yelp.com right You know, now. the movie starts. They're at ESF. They got a long weekend. They're like, all right, they're going to the Adirondacks. They're bringing some mushrooms. Bringing some psychedelics that one of them developed. This all makes sense. This sounds like ESF right now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, they get to the woods and they're just having a little fire. And they're out in the Adirondacks. Fl- and they're at a flirting. campsite. Some flirting. What? Some flirting. You know. Yeah, some fun, some games, some uh, 
people like you know they're ESF, so they know like different trees and fauna and birds and stuff. We got nine people. Nine. Okay, I like that. Two couples. Two cars. So that's then four. So like, and we got five single people of various genders. There. And orientations and orientations. Race, you know, don't yeah. matter. The minorities will survive this movie. Definitely. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that trope of like the white devils will die, <laughs> but the sluts are dead immediately. First one. Yeah. Only the virgins survive, and it's but obviously she... the it's obviously the deep state redditor because we need the one person who's like I've read about this shit online, dude. This is what happens. Yeah, and maybe they are practicing Odinism, so it's like we do come at these. And you're ripping off North mythology, okay? You know, this wasn't about... So, we know who the devils are right there. Mm-hmm. We got your white devils. I know that's your your need. You said that you wanted to make the villain always a white guy. <laughs> I just feel like we... It says, you know, write what you know. And if, true, you're, watching, true, true. if you're watching the news in America... The devil's I mean, a white guy. <laughs> the devil's a white guy. <laughs> It doesn't make me feel bad about being white, but no, no, no. We I mean, got to call spade yeah. a spade, you know what I mean? But we're also trying to be above board and be like, the bad one is the guy who looks like us. You know, we're not accusing anyone of being bad except our us. Yeah, like, so, no, I like that though. And how does and they get just hunted down? I mean, I want to see some someone's got to break an ankle and expose some bone out in the woods, you know? Absolutely, and I love like, that. I want to see one time one of these friend groups like, dude, I don't gotta outrun the killers. I just gotta outrun you. And then they push somebody over. So this there's clearly gonna be a dick in the group. Ooh. And then that one gets killed. He's the guy who wasn't supposed to come, and then uh, he just like you know tags along or one of the people like I can't get you know I couldn't get rid of him like. Yeah, he's, you know, he try- he's clearly he's there because he's trying to bone somebody there. You know, yeah, no, none yeah, of them he's like overly douchey, you know, but he's maybe got he's money a and he was going to pay for stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, didn't that guy graduate and like just it's like a local? It's like, we all know people like that. Yeah. But like he always buys that drinks at flip night. So chill. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's, he's got the a only sweet... one. He's the only one who's got the good drugs. You know? He's got a conversion van, bro. Like we don't have to bring a kitchen. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. But that's got to get st- stuck in the woods. Maybe it goes down a cliff. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it had nos on it because this guy's kind of douchey. And then the nos blows up, right? Yeah. Like, why did you put NOS on a fucking Mercedes Sprinter conversion? All right, van? so then we definitely have we're gonna have a chase scene through the woods with cars because the the oldenism people got like a beat up pickup truck chasing him down like these dirt trails. He ditches the whole group because he's selfish. He gets in his NOS van, but then they lead him down somewhere. He gets lost because it's dark. And then he hits the NOS, but he hits the NOS over a fucking gorge, and you just have the scene of him flying through the air, hits the ground, and just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too fast, too furious. Adirondack style. Ugh. Gets what he deserves, man. Creepy. So how do they get out? We're gonna call that. Is guy... it over two days? Because that would be like the you know that would be pretty scary. Having we'd have to be good at it to for them to be getting scared when it's broad daylight in the woods. But you're still in the woods and everything you're around. Like because it could go like 
I don't know. I think it's all one day. Night. Start all right. in the day. Go at night when they trip and they first find out they're being chased all night long, and then the next day they're still being hunted. I don't think that works. The only thing, the, the only way I think day, that works is that the a... first night they trip, and a few of them see something weird, and then they get scared and start telling everybody about it. But then they dismiss it. But oh, okay. So back. yeah, they they see signs of something. So maybe it's not the first day. It's just the first. They're like, like a little drinking or something, and they do go on a hike and they see something like, weird. They think like a them... pinned up dead fucking bear or something with yeah. with a missing hat. Yeah. Right. And then the next day. We see them having fun from a distance through the trees. So it's mm. like someone's watching them. Mm. Because those people are looking for their sacrifice. They didn't bring their sacrifice. They're casing these people for their sacrifice. Creepy. The land needs to be replenished with the blood of a young, fertile male and female. So they're just scoping this group out. Looking to see who's yeah, and they have them like tied up and stuff, and other friends see it, and they try and like cut them down. Oh yeah, it's gonna be creepy. Uh, Yeah. What about at one point they offer one person the choice? You get to pick which ones die, and then that person does choose. It's the Nos guy. He chooses, so they let him down, and he runs away. And then we got the whole chase scene. It makes him even more of a douchebag. I'm just saying. Yeah. We wanna we wanna feel good when that one dies. Like, yeah, you got yeah, it. we got to have a funny one. We got to have a stoner one. We got to have a nerdy one. So the, the nerdy one's going to look like me. Probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stoner funny one's you. Yeah, right? probably a strong female lead who ends up fighting back and, you know, getting out of there. She's like one of the only to survive. And maybe like another girl who we thought died earlier is is alive in the morning. And they both get out of there, you know. She was trained by survival instincts with her hunter family. So she faked death one time. But then she's just been following these people, hiding in the brush, watching them, waiting to get her friends out. She becomes Rambo. The hunter. The hunter. An architect's a low original idea. <laughs> yeah. This is the bachelorette party that is killed <laughs> yeah. in the original hunter no, that that girl was part of that one. So yeah. she's like, I'm ready. <laughs> it's all part of the Architects of Lore universe, which is a full cinematic universe where every film is connected in some way and somehow. Including the critically acclaimed, but uh, panned by the public, No Stress. No Stress is kind of what does it all. It's what brings it all together because there's the different planets and then we can go to the different planets in the AOLU, which is the Architects of Lore universe. Of course. I still say, I'll flush, I'll put up up front some cash. We got to get a couple of t-shirts, a couple of sweatshirts that the phrase is just chill and be chill, bro. (laughs) No stress. No stress. We want no stress. All right, so what about this movie? What's the name of this movie? Odin in the Woods. No. The Bear Essentials. <laughs> it's the Bear Necessities. I don't know the rest of those words because I always sing the stupid Bear Necessities. <laughs> simple Bear Necessities. Is it simple? I would say I stupid. think so. I don't know. 
Forget about your worry and your strife. It's the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities of, of life. I love how you just Bob life. <laughs> yeah. I was doing my, I couldn't think of Bob Dylan's name the other day. And I was just doing my Bob Dylan impression. I was like, ooh, you know, ooh. Everyone running this little shit. I won't lay in bed. Okay, at least you're trying. Mine is a fucking joke. Let's make this about Z Town. Can you get a goddamn name for this movie? Wait, did you did you think that was good? You think that was good? You think that was a good Bob 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 Dylan impression? Pretty bad. Pretty good. Pretty 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 bad. Pretty good. Um all right, it's called the camping trip, obviously. We know the funk. Uh we know the funk. I think all of our all of our titles and spooky decisions should be the and then whatever it is. I think so so too, but I don't know if the camping trip, the last trip out in the woods. That's not doesn't have a D. Doesn't have a D. The death woods. The I don't know. Alone in the woods. Alone on the ranch. The alone on the ranch. The hunted. (laughs) Instead of the hunter, the hunted. Architect's (laughs) lower original idea. So the movie pose is basically the same, all right? I'm just gonna Except put it's a just plant. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do because what pa- if we the pagan what if we do the, the, the fall trip and then we could have a sequel, the summer trip, the winter trip, the spring trip. We gotta think franchise here. You're right. You know? We always got we always gotta be franchising. Maybe forgetting yeah, always be franchising. Horror movies are the biggest franchise machines ever. So I got it. Yeah, there it is. The fall trip. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The fall trip. Another architect's a lower original idea on spooky season. SS.2. No, 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 no. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. If you don't like it, don't go on vacation because if I'm naming it, it's SS.2. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, not tomorrow, no way tomorrow. Next week. October nine for you and me. <laughs> we will be reviewing Psycho. That's right, the house that Zach and I visited. Psycho. Kind of feels like you're just trying to. You're just trying to win now. I mean, you picked a great movie, so I have to. 1960 on Peacock. All right, folks. Well, there you go. Not October the remake 9th. from 1998. The 1960 what? Yeah. Apparently they All right. Made a Let's just forget that that remake ever happened because we're going with the 1960 classic Psycho, directed by Alfred Hitchcock because Devin's trying to win spooky season, which is fine because you know what? We have noticed, obviously, as our recap, we watch a lot of shitty movies. So we gotta Yeah, I'm just trying that. to like watch good movies. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Next week's episode, October 9th, will be an evergreen episode. And by that, I mean, there'll be fortune telling. Fortune telling with Devo City. And then we'll also play Gotcha, trying to get Devo City. We're going to no, we keep playing that, folks. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get that sound bite. <laughs> and I will try to, to bring a little bit more energy tomorrow. <laughs> I promise you, for the October 9th Architects of Lore show, Devin will not be hungover. <laughs>
Let's fingers crossed, man. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just hoping that this doesn't turn into a three day hangover. Oh, wow. All righty, folks. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. And remember to follow us on the only social media platform that we post on, which is Instagram. And we only post on it irregularly. So thank you <laughs> if you have so- followed. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel. Um, no idea what it is. So just go to YouTube in the search bar and search Architects Lore and you'll see our beautiful faces. Make sure to get the views up on that very time consuming video edit that Devin did for the season two recap. Season two recap. If, because if you're new to the show, all you got to do is watch the season two recap. And then you're, you're caught up the for season two. Maybe. Season yeah. one recap, I think, is audio only. But it, it might not be. I don't think so. I think you did a video one, or you at least you at least posted on Instagram all of the uh, yeah ideas clips Uh because of you in a suit. Um, so you don't have to go back and listen to all our past catalog episodes. It's cool if you do. We love it. You can obviously you can email us at architectslawyer@gmail.com if you have any questions about any past episodes. If you want to say, hey, you know, we just found you. Uh, yeah. And I listened to the Nostros episode, and Nostros, Nostros is great. Loved it. We think yeah. it really needs another shot. That's fine. We love those questions and answers. And again, if you want to send us an evergreen question to architectslawyer@gmail.com, we will answer it live on the show. I don't know we that will. much about trees. I don't know what you're talking about. No, evergreen just means it can be answered anytime. Yeah. Okay. Like, if you were a samurai, what would your weapon of choice be? Either a katana. Or the ninja star. Ninja star has. Why would a samurai have a ninja star? That's two different warriors. Look at the discussion it's already caused. Send your questions to architectslore@gmail.com. I'm pretty sure it'd be katana or bow and arrow. I'm gonna bow and arrow you in the face if you show up tomorrow hungover. Got it? Okay. Go drink a Pedialyte. I don't give a shit. (laughs) If you guys got an idea in your head and you're not gonna do it, you should probably do it. You should probably just do it. (laughs) <laughs> and if it sucks, who cares? That was editing is for Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>
All right, good episode. I haven't seen it, so I'm actually excited. I don't think I've seen it. I mean, I think I like know that shower scene, but only because of the haunted maze from in Phoenix that we went to with like Nate and Joe. Did you ever do that? Oh yeah. Remember that we did a, yeah. a seance too? Yeah, I went to that. This is probably like 10 years ago at this point. Maybe, maybe less. Like I think Adam had only been a teacher at Phoenix for a few years. Like you went re you re went to it. Like yeah, in your I went with Adam and Amanda. I can't remember who else was there. And we got there. We go through the maze, the corn maze. It's still scary. And then we're just sitting around a campfire. And then this dude in a fucking like bloody mask or whatever comes up. And he just goes, Hey, Mr. Crossit. And that's the first time I'd ever seen anybody call my brother Mr. Crossit. And he's like, like, Oh, nice to see you, George, or whatever the fuck your name is. I'm doing well. Okay, I'll see you in class. And I'm like, Who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm his teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like an adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, you have a job. 